The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by the American Beverage Association. Coke, Dr. Pepper, and Pepsi are offering more choices, smaller portions, less sugar. Learn more at balanceus.org. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, May 31st. In today's news, hundreds of minors are being held at U.S. facilities on the southern border beyond legal limits. It's not just the USS John McCain. President Trump has been politicizing the military. And eight kids win the National Spelling Bee after surviving 20 rounds. But first, the big idea. Trump's surprise announcement last night of an escalating series of new tariffs on all goods imported from Mexico is likely to upend hopes for early congressional action on his proposed North American trade deal and trigger economic upheaval on both sides of the border. Business leaders reacted with dismay to Trump's statement late Thursday that he would impose a new 5% tariff on all goods from Mexico beginning June 10th in order to force the Mexican government to take more aggressive actions to stop Central American migrants from crossing its territory en route to the United States. If the administration determines that Mexican authorities haven't done enough in response to the migrant issue, Trump says the tariffs will automatically jump to 10% on July 1st and then continue rising in five-point increments at the start of each month until it reaches 25% on October 1st. A prominent member of the president's party, Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa, is blasting Trump's move this morning as a misuse of presidential tariff authority and contrary to congressional intent. Implementing these tariffs, he says, will seriously jeopardize passage of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, known as USMCA, what's supposed to be the new NAFTA. The tariffs could undermine an economic relationship more broadly that's been deepening for decades and throw into chaos corporate and agricultural supply chains that have essentially worked in a system without tariffs since NAFTA went into effect in 1994. Mexico is, or was until last night, on track to become the U.S.'s largest trading partner this year, ahead of China and Canada. The president's announcement was weird because it came after the White House appeared to be making headway with its push for ratification of the USMCA. Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador earlier Thursday sent the accord over to the Mexican Senate, asking it to convene a special session to get it passed before September. Trump has been pushing House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to move forward with a congressional vote on the plan, and the administration sent a formal statement to Capitol Hill hours before the abrupt tariff move, which sets in motion a clock for ratification. Even by the standards of this unpredictable president, last night's announcement drew startled reactions from everyone involved in cross-border commerce. Less than two weeks ago, the president had agreed to lift 25% tariffs on steel and aluminum imports from Mexico. That move was aimed at speeding ratification of this new trade deal. Farmers in states like Iowa have been among those hardest hit by Mexico's retaliatory tariffs, which were imposed to counter Trump's metal fees that he put in place last year. If Trump's threatened tariffs go into effect, and many assume it's brinkmanship, but you can never be sure, hardest hit would be Detroit's automakers, which have spread their supply chains across North America since NAFTA. This is big in Michigan and could hurt Trump in 2020. Two-thirds of U.S. imports from Mexico are intra-company trade. That means they're parts that an American company uses to produce another product. At an emergency news conference this morning, Mexico's deputy foreign minister says Trump's threatened tariffs will be disastrous. He promises that Mexico will respond strongly, and he calls this an ice bath on relations between our two countries. Now, this is all coming as the China trade war continues to escalate. 
The financial markets are expected to tank today. The peso is plummeting. The dollar will probably suffer too. And this is coming against the backdrop of fresh evidence that a recession is looming. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar this final day of May. Number one, new evidence suggests that the citizenship question that the Trump administration is trying to tack onto the 2020 census was crafted explicitly to benefit and give more power to white Republicans. The evidence was discovered on the hard drive of prominent Republican redistricting strategist Thomas Hofler after his death in August. The files show that Hofler concluded in a 2015 study that adding a citizenship question to the 2020 census would clearly be a disadvantage to Democrats and benefit white Republicans in redistricting. He then coordinated with the Trump transition team, and apparently in secret, he even drafted part of the justification that was later issued by the Trump Justice Department to come up with an excuse for adding the question. Down at the southern border, hundreds of minors are being held at U.S. facilities beyond legal time limits. Federal law and court orders require that children in Border Patrol custody be transferred to more hospitable shelters no later than 72 hours after they're apprehended. But a lot of unaccompanied children are spending more than a week in Border Patrol stations and processing centers. One government insider tells us that about half the children currently in custody have been with the Border Patrol for longer than 72 hours. Another official estimates that more than 250 children 12 years or younger have been in custody for an average of six days right now. The McAllen Border Patrol Station in Texas is routinely overwhelmed. Right now, it's holding about 775 people, nearly double its capacity. One of our reporters was able to get inside the facility this week where adults and their children, toddlers, were packed into concrete holding cells. Many were sleeping head to foot on the floor and among the wall-length benches as they await processing at a sparsely staffed circle of computers known as the bubble. Experts say transferring kids out of detention facilities as quickly as possible is critical, especially for tender-aged children, those 12 or younger, who face physical and mental health issues even during short periods in detention. They sleep fitfully, they don't eat well, and they suffer from anxiety. To try reducing border crossings, the U.S. government has made the journey deadlier than ever for migrants. The Border Patrol finds the remains of about 375 migrants on average each year. Migrants who didn't make it to the processing centers. That's more than the number of people who have been murdered in El Paso in the past two decades. But the New York Times reports this morning that a full border-wide death count isn't knowable. In fact, the data isn't even tracked. Jason DeLeon, an anthropologist at the University of Michigan, estimates that for every body discovered, there are five to ten people who simply disappeared. Number two. The Donnybrook over who directed and who knew about White House efforts to obscure the USS John S. McCain ahead of Trump's visit to Japan has underscored how this president is changing the military's culture and challenging important institutional norms. White House and Pentagon officials suggested on Thursday that lower-level staff had been trying to satisfy the political predilections of this president without high-level orders. In remarks Thursday at the White House, Trump reiterated his dislike of the late Arizona senator, but insisted that he had nothing to do with it. Then, he said whoever ordered the ship out of view during his trip was, quote, well-meaning. He said, or suggested, that there will be no accountability. Since Trump took office, the military has repeatedly found itself thrust into the political crosshairs. This risks an erosion of the traditional civil-military divide as the political climate grows more partisan. 
While many presidents, of course, have used military service members and assets as a backdrop for political remarks, Trump has taken it a step further. He's made overtly political comments to service members several times, and he signed Make America Great Again campaign hats for troops during a visit to Iraq and Germany last year. Senator Martha McSally, the Republican from Arizona who now holds McCain's seat, called for an investigation. Senator Kirsten Sinema, the state's Democratic senator, called the Pentagon's move disgusting and shameful. Number three, last night's National Spelling Bee crowned eight co-champions who withstood 20 rounds of increasingly difficult words. All eight of the kids, who are 12, 13, and 14 years old, will take home $50,000. Not bad. The bee, which took place in National Harbor, Maryland, started on Tuesday with the biggest field ever. These eight co-champions bested 557 other contestants, ranging in age from 7 to 14, in the finals, which were broadcast in primetime last night on ESPN. The result was the first time more than two co-champions have been named. This contest has become increasingly competitive in recent years. Most contestants now train with coaches. Among the words that earned the winners their titles were doozies like bougainvillea. Listen to two of the winners. Erisipolis. E-R-Y-S-I-P-E-L-A-S. Erisipolis. Aaron Howard. You have done it. Odilic. O-D-Y-L-I-C. Odilic. In case you were wondering, erysipelas is an acute infection, typically with a skin rash, and odilic is the term for a hypothetical vital energy or life force. Baron Karl von Reichenbach coined the name in 1845, inspired by the Norse god Odin. In an era when American hegemony is being challenged like never before, and soothsayers' forecasts are declined, Watching these joyful kids nail these complex words gave a glimmer of hope that America's future may yet be bright. And that's The Daily 202 for Friday, May 31st. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday.